All right, what's going on, everybody? My name is Asimi Hongos. I'm a photographer and web video producer, and we're back with the 420 at 2020 at 420 podcast. If you know, you know. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about none other than the Canon EOS R5. It's finally here. They chose a wise day to drop it. This day will live in what's the opposite of infamy? It's it's a good thing, you know. It will go down in the history books, as I would like to put it, uh, because it just it just feels like you know. I'm gonna say my opinion right now. It feels like it cha- it's gonna change the landscape, and um, we're gonna talk about Kickstarter plans to lay off after new projects on the website have dropped by 35 percent. I thought it was just a really cool thing to talk about because, well, not cool to talk about, it, but interesting because. You know, Kickstarter feels like a, just a huge part of our culture now and the way that projects are launched. Um, so let's write, let's jump right into it. What am I, Philip DeFranco? So let's talk about the Canon EOS R5. We speculated, it was announced a few months ago. Everybody was trying to like look into the crystal ball of what this camera was going to be. The first thing I said was they're going to find some way to butcher it because why? They're Canon, we butcher stuff. USA, you know, not Rogan, um, and that that was a whole stick, right? You know, everybody, you can have your AK with that sixteen times crop, um, but no, that's not what it is. And uh, here are some of the things um, that were announced, some of the specs, and uh, we'll sort of go into my details and my thoughts after I read out these bulletin points. And these are just from Digital Trends, so. Uh, and just various other places. The live stream. Let's let's start off with that live stream first, okay? I could not find the live stream, not live stream, live stream. Like, and apparently everybody that was watching was like, "This live stream sucks." Canon and every company out there, please do not use your proprietary software and website to launch. Just put it on YouTube Live. All the eyeballs are there. But now let's go on to these bulletins. Uncropped AK at 24p and 30p raw. Canon Log H.265 or HDR PQH265 with dual pixel autofocus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, baby God. We are on the right track when they announced that. 4K at 120. 4K at 120. Yes, you heard it right there. 4K. Uh, 120 frames per second at four at um, internally at four two two ten bit Canon log. Um, I'm just I, I, when I was reading this, I just thought that like, whoa, the processor in here has to be crazy, like Jay Z, and uh, 12 FPS with a uh, mechanical shutter, um, <clears throat> and because of you know the crazy demand that we asked for with the video they are going to give us dual card slots to support cf express and uhs2 sd cards and this is the first canon camera to have ib in body image stabilization so you know i'm i'm impressed i think we all are this this feels very much like a canon 5d Mark II moment. I feel like everybody knows that is one of the biggest steps in camera history, much like 
the Sony's like the Sony's felt like they made their landmarks because it introduced mirrorless. And I think Canon, I, I said this when the 1DX Mark III was announced, they're trying to form this hybrid system where they're bringing both of the best, both of both best of both worlds. I can't talk. Uh, and I think they nailed it here. Let's start off with that 8K. You know, I'm like, why did we skip 2K first and foremost? We just jumped to 4K after 1080. I think we forgot our numbers. One and two, 8K. I'm pretty sure that the they didn't announce how long the recording time was before it overheated. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a good five minutes. Maybe even less. Now, five minutes is good, but 30 frames, I'm fine with that. 24p. And I think that 8K is just going to bring a whole bunch of compositional movements here. You know, just punching in and out, moving, more creative ways of editing it. But who, like, who's going to have the computer to be able to process any of this, right? Like, do you need, like, an iMac Pro? Uh, Like, anyone out there in the PC world? What are we going to need here? to to edit this like we we asked for the best specs like even even like me as a as a tech enthusiast uh i don't i don't know how we are gonna like the average person that buys this right like how are they gonna manage this on their computers even 4k i i've had my experience with motion jpeg and it's like it just heats up the fans like crazy like it's like for like a good 20 minutes and so i'm editing like three minutes of footage it's literally the worst so i'm happy that they didn't do that motion jpeg stuff uh h.265 way better and i think this is the right move right <clears throat> the dual pixel autofocus I'm, I'm really happy that they were able to find the way to keep that in uh, especially with that 4k at the one at 120 uh, i think this is going to be a lot of run and gun sort of stuff sort of movements it's going to be that camera um in terms of it's dirt i couldn't find what it was being made out of but i'm pretty sure it's going to be aluminum so this is going to be the run and gun it's going to be light compact and with the new rf mounts that are coming in it's just going to be so much smaller it's going to be so it's just going to be so much better in every single way the processor here's going to be the problem whether you're shooting 4k at 120 or 8k i think it's mostly towards 8k like what what at what point is it going to start overheating right and then people are going to start complaining about it it's like bro they gave us 8k so no crop no crop no 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 crop at the end of the day thank god um the the sd cards though let's talk about those sd cards uh cf express dude i don't even know how much a cf express card is but when you're buying when you're buying a camera like this it's not just about the camera now like it feels like it's all it's always always sort of been interconnected but never to this extent right and haha ecosystem right like on top of having a great camera right and it's not even a camera we'll 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 talk a little bit about the camera specs because hey guess what they didn't give us any uh 
um aside from the mechanical shredder right uh let me just search up on here on adorama how much a cf express card is um now you can't just have cf express card you can't just have an okay holy moly 250 dollars for 128 gigabyte card and you're in a 150 for 64 oh my goodness okay let's backtrack here a little you're going to be filling up these things like crazy if you are planning to shoot 8k i'm pretty sure it's like with red you get 10 minutes with their codec for like 256 gigabytes correct me if i'm wrong but now talking about the ecosystem one it's net one you need he you need the moolah the money the dinero to get the the camera top of that you need the glass and you can have the adapter so you know that's they didn't even announce the price they didn't even announce when it was gonna be coming out a lot of people say end of may maybe end of june depending depending on their supply chain 35k 3500 for the camera you need the glass let's just say i go with uh 24 to 70 um glass hold up let's just let's just say 24 to 105 that's another thousand dollars what yeah 20 to 70 24 to 70 okay let's just go 24 to 70 because i'm pretty sure that's what most people are gonna buy that's 2300 so that's five thousand five thousand eight hundred dollars just for that on top of that you're gonna need like another five hundred dollars for the cards guess what that's gonna run you another let's see that's two thousand that's five hundred that's six six thousand three hundred dollars and after you can't just have that right let's say you're like a vlogger you need that hundred dollar gorilla pod six thousand five hundred you need that mic oh i, I think six hundred four hundred six thousand four hundred now you need the mic six thousand six hundred and fifty holy crap oh, we don't cuss i'm gonna try to edit that out but if it's not then i cuss um because that's insane right that's like your standard setup if you're going to be blogging with something like this Okay, let's just stop right there because I can I can go like full Manfrotto, everything else. That's just the setup to start recording, right? If you're going to be doing this. On top of this, if you're in the Mac world, um, the low-end MacBook Pro is not going to handle this. Not by one bit. Especially, I, I'm just saying like this, the top specs here, right? At 8K, heck no, dude. You're not going to like even the 15-inch base model you're not going to get to be able to run your 8K or the 4K with this. So what is the, um, so we're at like 6,650, right? Uh, let's just look at the, like the second highest end specs, right? Another $3,000, $9,960. Just to get, uh, you know, some of us already have the gear, I haven't updated my computer in a very long time too. Like, if you're going all out, and people don't buy this all out once, but you know, this is hypothetical. On top of that, you need your $300 lacy. You're already spending 10K on this thing. 
That's insane. Like it's all it's all connected. It's all woven together. You need you know your software, whether you're paying Premiere, but 10K. If you want to have a very fundamentally good setup, and if you're not doing this professionally, or you're not a YouTuber, or you're not the you know Casey's of the world, you're not you know the Kai Wong's of the world, you're not you know the Peter McKinnons, the Daniel Schaefer's, you're not making money off of this. Is it looks very tempting, and I, and I guess we're very obsessed with specs, 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 specs. Uh, you know, IBS, etc., etc. But now, like it's all interconnected. Connected. It's like the MCU now, right? <laughs> it's it really is, and it becomes 10K for the setup. As excited as I am to see this, it's like, whoa! You really have to think about this purchase because it's not just one pur- purchase; it's multiple purchases. Especially if you're coming from like the Mark III, the Mark IV. Uh, you know, your Sony's, your Panasonic's, your Fuji's, and you're jumping into this because, hey, guess what? I'm raving about it because it really is that great. It's an entire setup that you need to buy. You need to buy more gear, sell off certain gear. Um, and that's crazy. Like 10K, oh my gosh, like really think about it. I'm really happy what they did. And we'll see. We'll see how much it costs and when it's going to be shipped. But I want to talk about the fact that they didn't talk little to nothing about the camera um they did say that this was not going to be just solely more for video it was going to be both you know it was going to be like 5d mark ii the the return you know return of the mark ii and they didn't say too much or there was not too much focus even when i was reading it that like i feel like nobody cared about the camera but i think we've come to expect so many great things from whatever company right like the fuji's the the Nikon's the Sony's like they like the um, like the average now in 2020 was like the beyond exceptional in 28 in 2008 right like it's it's gone so far that we're like mm, all of them are great you know the shadows the dynamic range it's all gonna handle well right like there's no big complaints from like the top three manufacturers and I think they did the correct focus because you know, there's more YouTubers than ever, there's more vloggers than ever, there's more content creators than ever, and they want that video. I wish that there was a little bit more focus, and I wish I personally didn't focus on that as well, um, because it's really easy, because video's, like, so cool and so much fun. In terms of in-body image stabilization, I wonder if there's going to be, like, a common, like, how smooth is this going to look when you combine it with, you know, their IBIS, in like lenses right like later on rf lenses they're they're gonna have is hopefully wait let me check i'm not too keen on the canon rf yeah so let's say you put this with a 24 to 105 is how is this gonna look is the ibis gonna look good and what does this mean for like if it's priced correctly right what is the incentive to buy this over the 1dx mark 3 right I think it would be mostly like Olympic level photographers or just like people who like a bulkier and nicer camera that's more weather attuned to buy the 1DX Mark III. But here it's like, for me, I I think this, like I said, I think it's the future. It's the right combination. Um, 
it's just like what is the incentive now like what's the incentive to buy the 1dx the they announced a lot of cine cameras i didn't i don't think we care i don't think they they realize that we don't care about cine cameras or like maybe when you get older maybe it's like as you evolved you you care more but i still don't care about cine cameras and yeah i'm just excited to see what how it's going to look with the ibis and the is from the lenses um and hopefully you know play around with that and see the the reviews later on but that's awesome and uh is canon back do we know if canon's back but we're gonna end that story right there and then probably other youtubers already had it for like five months now okay uh so kickstarter this one's on the verge kickstarter plans to lay off 35 percent of the projects by uh because you know everything's been dropping people aren't posting there as much so there was an open letter um and you can you know it's on the verge article and i'll link it down below as well <clears throat> by the way guys you can listen to this on anywhere that podcasts are found i just put the spotify link because i feel like a majority of people have spotify and uh spotify is like <laughs> what i like to use um but apparently one of the things that i like to highlight from this from this in the bulletin points is you know the the letter because it's like whoa this is so crazy like and i and i think it's just you know everything's being affected even like new innovations right um even though certain companies were born out of like the 2008 recession the great depression etc etc but let me move on to the bulletin points right so us Azia Hassan, um, he's the CEO, I believe, of uh, Kickstarter, says that projects have been down uh, by 35%. So individuals that are posting new products onto Kickstarter uh, with, quote, no clear sign of rebound, end quote. So 100 employees, I mean, a majority of the employees uh, are going to be laid off or a good chunk, right? Um and they're trying to find ways to cut stuff. What's what I found really interesting, though, is that 140 140 employees are unit members. Uh, this was started February this year, making them the first major technology company to do so. So I guess they formed a union. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a union. It's, a, it's Kickstarter's union. Apparently, like making unions is really hard in the tech center. So. That's really insane. Um, uh, Hassan, also, Hassan writes that the company brought in 1.27 million in after-tax profit last year, and that money has already been reinvested back into the business. Kickstarter has tried to encourage creators to keep posting projects during the pandemic. Um, and here's a little snippet of the memo. Uh, quote, Kickstarter is the most business of 140 people with modest operation operating margins and all of the uh, approximately 1.27 million in after-tax profits we earned last year has already been reinvested back into the business during the first four months of the year, end quote. So in terms of, you know, what this is, is, you know, because people have less spend, they have less to invest. And now, you know, it's, it's not good when they're like no clear sign of rebound because, yeah, the, it, it doesn't sound very good, but it's it's the truth, right? And I I like that that he's like we don't know when this is gonna come back, um, and 
in terms of small business, right? Like, what is a small business? $1.27 million? Um, what, I, ne- I need to go look up the definition by, like, the labor, the Department of Labor as to what a small business is. Because when you're making $1.27 million, that sounds like a lot. You know, I'm just saying, like, I'm curious. Like, I'm pretty sure no small business makes $1 million, right? Someone educate me on this. Um but I also found, you know, I didn't know that unions were not very prominent in Silicon Valley or anywhere in the tech center. Um, because it feels like we talk a lot about unions here. And, you know, it's it just really sad to see this. I feel like Kickstarter has become such a part of, you know, the tech culture, right? Like, I think some of the best inventions. I think one of the best inventions is definitely peak design, even though there's a lot of down views on my latest peak design video. They have become like a place that 25 years ago we have never imagined, right? Like the opportunity to show us your product and we become investors in that, right? Or we get to, you know, be the first ones <clears throat> to get involved. Um, I've never personally invested into any of that, but I think it's just a really cool, I think it's like the thing that we all thought about as kids, like, why isn't there a website where I can just make this and sell it? I mean, now there's a bunch of them, but now it's like, you can do the mock-up, you can show the model, and people can invest into this. But at the same time, like I've seen so many Kickstarters fail, like, so many scams too. It's like, what the heck? How is this allowed? And I think what you know, everybody's advice. You know, Gary V's, the, the um, who wrote the Four Hour Work Week. I was I wanted to say Ferris Bueller, but I think that's a movie. You know, it's always like show, give people stuff for free, right? Give them free info, like a podcast or a video or information, and then sell them the sell them a product, right? But for this, it's sell them the product and then give us the info, right? Like there's nothing free until, well, it's not when you pay for it, it becomes yours. But there's like, I think this is where a lot of these scams sort of fall. Like it's like the cooler, like there was this cooler that did just about everything. I remember a few years ago and it was like, it's a cooler that also charges your phone that also keeps stuff cold, which is what a cooler does. And... I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And I think a lot of people invested into it and it never came to fruition, right? And I think, you know, not every single one of these companies that promise over promises fails. I think, like I said, Peak Design, one of the best things to come out of this. I think a lot of great companies, companies have come great out of this. And on here, it also says we have to switch up the business model uh, in order to stay alive. And I want to root for Kickstarter because this is a great opportunity. You know, I think our, this, you know, millennials, Gen Z, whatever, focus a lot on hardware, you know, like a, a non-tangible product. And with tangible, <laughs> with, sorry, hairball. Um, and with tangible, with tangible products, it is just way more difficult to get them up and running right because you have to have supply chains it's not as easy as software so i mean both of them have 
their problems but it to me it's just like what the heck like you build it in your head and then you like make it and then you gotta like send it off to be manufactured and then you bring it back correct the errors and on top of that you have to you know prove to people that it works and you know i i think i just feel indifferent i i want to root more for kickstarter i feel indifferent because a lot of projects failed but hey that's the name of the game that's the name of entrepreneurship um it's just really sad to see that they don't know what's what's going to happen when it when they're going to recover 35 percent is a lot of you know revenue that's one it's one fourth to 3.5 out of 10 out of you know what they make and it's it's, it's really sad to see just people lose their job just like that um I don't, I don't know, you know, I usually give some sort of advice as just a consumer, someone that buys it, someone that likes, you know, a tech product or, you know, Quibi. <laughs> uh, like, I, like I give advice to Quibi, like you guys need to do something different. And I think Kickstarter has always been that thing that is different and it's suffering. And uh, it's sad to see it because I think there this is like the the opportunity to give everybody a chance to show a product, you know, that a, a huge company might have never taken up. Like, you know, you're, you're just a small person and you have an idea and you take it to a huge company. That might never come true, but you show it to the internet and, and people believe in it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to, what to say. I root that Kickstarter finds a way to do everything as many, I think they've always responded pretty well to, like people being scammed, people being, you know, like overpromised and under I well, when something is delivered and it's and it flops, I think that's a different story. But like they've always done pretty well in terms of responses, you know, from like the few that I've heard. I think with the with the frozen one, they're all like, Yeah, we're gonna give you back your money. This this is not cool. Um, but it's I, I think it's just sad. And uh, I'm gonna go look up that definition of small business later on. Um, yeah, I think that is about it. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I'll, I'll keep this, uh, in, you know, I'll keep on looking at this uh, because it just said, like, I, I hope Kickstarter doesn't get shut down. Uh, and I'm excited for the Canon R5. I think it's, it's going to change everything, but we got to look at the reviews and then see where it goes from here. I'm just I'm just really happy that they did not crop and gave us what we needed. Um, yeah, again, you can find me on Twitter and Isaac Mihangos with 1A, Isaac with 1A. Uh, and you can leave an anchor message on anchor.fm slash Isaac Mihangos slash message. And uh, you can check out my new YouTube uh, video that I just put together. Uh, this one is about, what do you call it, uh, OnePlus and the iPhone SE. Maybe I'll go over it tomorrow, but for today, that's it. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my people from France on here. It shows my analytics that uh, top five countries is France. So shout-out to people from France if you're listening. And that's it. At the end of the day, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name is Dusty Hongos, and I'll catch you in the next one.